Hi and welcome to Influencer Marketing Talks, brought to you by Cure Media. This is your weekly podcast to learn more about influencer marketing and social media in just around 15 minutes. I'm Sana Oudmark and with me in the studio today we've got Emma Lundsten, my brilliant colleague who is our Head of Operations and Customer Success. Hi Emma, how are you today? Hi, I'm good, thank you. I'm super excited to be here. So happy to have you here. Thank you. And in today's episode, we're going to talk about how influencer marketing fits into the overall media mix, a challenge that many marketers have today. What role does a channel play in relation to other media channels and on the buyer's customer journey? So according to Cure Media's annual brand survey, Understanding what role influencer marketing plays in the media mix and finding the right balance is one of the biggest challenges marketers face today. Why do you think this is such a big challenge, Emma? It's a young channel, so the knowledge and experience is quite low. It's also a channel high up in the funnel, but that still contributes to both branding and sales if done right. I feel that a lot of companies think it's difficult to know where to place the channel in the media mix and also how to set relevant KPIs for the activations. Yeah, so I can imagine now when the channel is maturing and companies are spending more and more money on the channel, it also creates a higher demand to really be able to show what the channel results and what effects it generates compared to a couple of years ago. Yeah, absolutely. It's a big difference. I mean, a couple of years ago, you could just send out some products and get exposure for that. Uh, today, it's a big industry and company puts in a lot of money in, in influence marketing and they also expect other results. Okay, so in this episode, to make it a little easier, we can use the classic marketing model, see, think, do as a basis when we talk about the different stages and where influence marketing can fit in. So, of course, this is a simplified and generalized picture because in reality, we are much more complicated and the faces overlap and it's an interactive process where we move back and forth. Uh, but it's always nice to have a framework to talk. So if we start just mm -hmm. to get an overview uh, at the customer's journey, how would you place influence marketing? Is it possible to place it, you'd say? I think it's a little bit tricky to like put uh, the channel into one of these stages because as you said, it covers them all. We like to describe it and I know for many of our customers, they also see it like this, like it's one of their cheapest see and think channels, but maybe the most expensive do channel. And that describes it as well. Interesting. So what do you mean by that? I mean, influencers are often used to inspire and to build trust. And they have this unique capability to do that in a way that few other channels can. Maybe no other channel. I mean, people trust people. And influencers, they have spent many years to build up their follower base and to earn their trust. So therefore, influence marketing should be seen as an important channel when we are talking about the see and think stages. But then, of course, all of us also know that influencers can drive conversions as well. Yeah, so do you have an example to illustrate how this can look in reality? Yeah, I mean, many people search for inspiration on Instagram, YouTube, TikTok and so on. Let's say I sit on my lunch break and scroll on Instagram and I found a cool pair of Puma sneakers. Maybe I'm not ready to buy the shoes there, uh, but later the same day I want to buy the shoes and I search for Puma plus sneakers on Google. 
So the last click and the conversion will go to SEM or SEO, even though I discovered the shoes from an influencer. Do you get it? Yeah, I think these positive spillover effects is something that many marketeers are not really aware of because it's not a direct result. But this is just as important to look at yeah. when evaluating yeah. the results. And this is also the tricky part to like explain and to teach how to measure influencer marketing in the bigger picture. And that is something that we are working very hard to help our customers with. So in this case, the scenario that you describe with the Puma shoes, how does that affect the SEM or the Google Ads channel in the end? I mean, it contributes to a lower conversion costs on Google, uh, since it's also much cheaper for you as a brand if I convert while searching for your brand specifically, uh, instead of just sneakers in general. So with this, I don't mean that other channels doesn't affect uh, channels as well, uh, like influence marketing does. But often I can feel that brands stare too much at the last click and they measure influence marketing as a single channel comparison, which won't give them the whole picture. That's so true. I agree. And one of the most important thing to really understand influence marketing as a channel is to be able to integrate it like this to really have this holistic approach to the channel and that's to say not stare blankly at one or two kpis yeah so if we go back to the see think do model we can start with the first step the c and here is the purpose and the goal to create awareness among the target group and to achieve high reach so emma can you explain the c phase in an influencer marketing context Yeah, people in the C phase have no direct uh, intention to buy your products. So for you as a brand, it's very important to attract their attention and to create awareness about your products or your brand. And through the right content, you can drive the consumers on to the next phase. Yeah, so the challenge here is that they don't even have a need or they don't even know who you are. So what would you say is important in the C phase? I think there's two things that's the most important. First, it's to create cool, unique content to stand out in the crowd because it's a crowded space out there. And the second of all, which I think is a must, is to have an always-on approach. You need to be visible for your audience through many different influencers over a long time to make sure that you are seen by, by the customer that is potentially ready to buy your products. Yeah, so you can say that this is your shopping window. People stroll down the digital streets or the social media platforms and see a lot of brands and messages. So you really, as you say, need to stand out and be noticed. Yeah, since Influencer has this unique uh, capability to really inspire their audience and they know which type of content will attract their followers, they can create a must-have or a need much more quickly. I know the feeling when you scroll in the Instagram feed and you weren't supposed to buy anything this month, but then you end up there. And Anyways. then you see something that you didn't even know that you needed before you saw it on an influencer and then you have yeah. bought it. Yeah, it's dangerous, but it's efficient. Power of influencer marketing. So yeah, that was short about the C phase. If we move on to the think phase, the step two in the model, uh, and here the purpose and goal is to create engagement, involvement, deepen the relationship with the target group and help them move forward along the buying journey. How would you describe influencer marketing in this phase and how can you use it? In this part of the buying journey, the consumer has shown certain interest in your product and there's a need and therefore they may also have questions and concerns. 
So it's great to use influencers to interact with your potential customers. Uh, you can communicate directly with their audience by letting the influencers do Q&As. They can have live streams uh, where they answer questions or explain your product or service more in detail. So it's mm. a very efficient way to come closer to your potential customer and, and answer on their, their questions. Yeah, so we need a little bit more than inspiration in this phase, although it's still just as important to work always on in this stage as well. Absolutely. So do you have a good example of an influencer marketing collaboration in the think phase? Yeah. For example, we work with a big e-commerce within fashion. And uh, when we do live sessions together with influencers and they show the products in real time through a live broadcast, we can see that most of the followers ask about the sizes, uh, they want to see how the influencer styles some outfits and uh, also how it is in the back or if they can show the length of the dress and so on. Yeah. Uh, so we can see that people are really like wondering how is this look in real life uh, mm. and through influence marketing they can see the actual result without even having to order it and try themselves. Yeah, so it's like a virtual version of when you join your friend when you're out shopping and when you join him or her in the fitting room to yeah. try out clothes and have a good time together. Yeah. <laughs> and without without okay. any stats on this, I assume that the amount of returns have decreased since the live yeah. shopping format came. You get a better customer experience from the start. Yeah. Cool. So the step number three is the do phase. And this is where we want our customers to take action. So the purpose and goal here is to drive conversions or sales and make the person make the desired action, whatever that is. So in this phase, Emma, what would you say is important here? In the do phase, people are basically ready to make purchases right away. And therefore, it's important to be visible in the right place at the right time and to also have a clear message uh, that matches the target group's demand. Sounds very easy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is easy. <laughs> no, it's not always easy. But if you want to use influencers in the do phase and so choose the channel that will drive the most traffic, for example, Insta Story, and then offer a discount code so that you covers as many visitors as possible. So when they are at your website, you have driven in a lot of website traffic. What can you do then in order to make sure they also complete the purchase? Well, then or later? Yeah, I mean here, except the discount code that you already have given, uh, which hopefully will make some people to do the purchase right away. Of course, retargeting towards all the visitors are very important. And then you can also use the influencer content in paid social for even more reach and spread. Mm -hmm. And then one thing to remember, you should, of course, look at the discount codes and see how they are performing. But don't forget what we talked about to look at the bigger picture and measure how uh, other channels such as Google direct traffic and so on affects. Yeah, that's really important. So to summarize, one can say that influencer marketing is critical in the see and think phase where it's important to create awareness and to build trust and to establish yourself as the top of mind brand in your category. And in the do phase, there are other channels that are also effective. So what you can do is to add, for example, discount codes, paid social, retargeting, and make sure that you really integrate all your channels throughout the buyer's journey to make 
the most effect out of the channel. Good summarize. <laughs> and one thing that I always tell our customer is to, I mean, have a good intention when you search for the results. Uh, you can find very good results. Influencer marketing does work for almost all brands and the results will be there if you just search for them. Uh, but don't look too specific. See the whole picture and the, the main purpose is that your brand will be uh, doing a great year or a good campaign overall. Yes. If you search, you'll find. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Thank you, Emma, for visiting the podcast. Thank you so much. And this brings us to the end of another episode of Influencer Marketing Talks. Follow us on our social media platforms at Cure Media to continue the conversation around influencer marketing and social media. And also make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss another episode and to make sure to stay up to date on what's happening within the influencer marketing and social media sphere.